the host of them. Verse 2 says, And on the seventh day, God ended His work which He had made, and He rested on the seventh day from all His works which He had made. I want you to pay attention very closely at who did the resting. Who did the resting on the seventh day? Somebody say, God did. Amen. Now, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to take you somewhere this morning with me. So you got to be ready to go with me because the Word of God is going to explain something to you this morning. Now, now, now verse 2 says that on the seventh day, the seventh day meaning that the time of perfection. And the day represents the fact in Hebrew that it's required. See, before God could enter in into his happy place of rest, he had to have his creation perfected. See, it's required that before God can rest, things got to be perfected in what he makes. I'm I'm going somewhere with you now. You got to understand what I'm saying here. So God said, now everything that I made, I saw on the sixth day that it was what? Not just good, but somebody say it, very good. Now, that means that God was satisfied. Things were perfected on the seventh day in verse 2 here. And God, he did what? He ended his works which he had made. And he rested. <laughs> he rested. That means he quit work, right? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Come on, listen to the word. Listen to the word. Because God's going to help you. It says now, and he rested on the seventh day from all his works which he had done what? Made. And verse 3 says, and who? What did he do? That means he adored his rest that he entered into. God did. Uh-huh. Let's, let's deal with the scripture here. Blessed means he adored his rest. In Hebrew, spiritual meaning of it. And God blessed, verse 3, the seventh day. Why did he bless the seventh day? Because everything he had made was perfected. See, he was cool with it. It's good when God is cool with us. Do y'all, oh, y'all will hear me say, 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 don't it feel good? Don't God do for you? Don't God bless you, uh, uh, Max? Don't God bless you when you're doing what you're supposed to do? Don't we often talk about that on the job? See, God will bless you. God will take you to an enormous height real quick if you just let him. If you just let him. God took me, gave me a $4 increase on the hour in one day. And I just started on the job three weeks ago. Am I right? And he took me to get that young man if he, if he keep listening to me because, see, I know the anointing and it passes. See, you under covering. You got to understand what you under. See, God, <laughs> you got to understand what you under. You see? No matter what it looks like, see, you don't look at the flesh. You look at the anointing that's for, That's what you latch on to. So too, too many of us latch on to the wrong thing. See, see, we latch on to the tick. Don't latch on to the tick. You know what I'm saying? Don't latch on to the tick. Latch on to the blood that the tick trying to suck. That's uh, I just threw something out there. I just threw something real deep out there for you. Now, now you, if you caught it, you caught it. If you didn't, you didn't. But verse 3 here says, And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. That means he set it apart. Because in it he had rested from all his works. Which who created and made? Somebody say God did it. He rested. So what does rest mean? Wait a minute. Do, we, do God see rest like we see rest? Or are we confused up in here? <laughs> because the Bible said God stopped. <clears throat> Impossible for God to stop. Let's open up the scripture and see what God is saying. 
Now watch this. Cause I'm going to a place, but I got to set the stage first. Verse 4 says, Now these are the generations of the offsprings of the heavens with an S, verse 4, and of the earth with not an S. When they were created. In the day that the Lord had made, that the Lord God had made the earth and the heaven. Now wait a minute. See, did you catch something there? Who was who rested? Come on, don't be afraid. Who rested, people? All right. Say it like you mean it. But look at that verse. Something has changed about God. He's not called God anymore. He's who? Wait a minute. Hold up. Did you see that transition? Because they setting you up. God setting you up. Somebody say set up. Set up. See, that's what God is fixing to do. He's setting you up for a better you. And you and we fighting against it. We <laughs> Do I have to get back up here? Huh? God setting us up for a better you and we fighting against you. We scratching each other to keep from going to that better you. Who guilty? Come on. Guilty is sin. Guilty is sin. Fighting against it. And God saying, wait a minute. I'm trying to help you. It tight, but it's right. It's for everybody. This one stick fit all. Yeah, you proven fit everybody. Yeah. This ain't no... This is one stick fit all. Everything in here crazy. Up top first. If it weren't for God, somebody say, if it were not for God, we would all be what? Consumed. Because God said, I didn't come to save those that were whole, but I came to save those that were lost. You understand what I'm saying? Thank God that God thought enough about me to come that I was lost. He came looking for me just like he came looking for Adam. Where are thou Adam? He came looking for him. So that's what I'm saying to myself. I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because verse 4 says, now these are the generations or the offsprings of the heaven. That's what generation is, y'all. That's a family history. Genealogy. Offsprings. Descendants. How many of y'all know that the heavens got descendants? That's why it's got an S there. He said, these are the generations. <laughs> That thing deep right there. Generations. Heavens. So God creates heaven. And then what he does, minister, he takes and he allows his magnificent power to create generations of other heavens. And then they all spring. That's why we got so many galaxies. You understand what I'm saying? See, it all had a starting point. You know, God didn't have a beginning point, but his creation did. Amen? You see, so if you notice there, it says these are the generations. Look at your book. These are the generations of the heavens with an S and the earth in the day that the Lord, in the day that the Lord created them. Now watch this. In God's day, it's not like our day, right? See, God's day is the eternal day. And what God did was God placed generations of his creation known as days inside the day. See, see, you got to pay attention. See, see, you're going to lose what God is trying to take. Somebody say, focus. God is trying to tell you something and help you. And you, be, 
still, the Bible says, and know that I am God. Because the enemy don't want you to understand what God is trying to teach you up in here today. He's trying to get your mind before we can even get to the point of relationship. Settle down, everything going to be all right. I know how to preach with the uproar or whatever. It don't bother me. All I want is for you to pay attention. Because your souls are at stake. Amen? The enemy is a liar. He can't stand it. So he try to nitpick you. Play you. I'm tired of being played by the enemy. I'm tired of the enemy taking my money. I'm tired of the enemy taking my spirit. I'm tired of the enemy taking my soul. I'm tired of the enemy taking my love from me. I'm tired of the enemy doing that. Tired of it. So he said, now these are the generations. In my day, the eternal day of God, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make some days, some generations, some offspring of the heavens and of the earth. Heavens with an S, earth one. Why? Because it ain't but one earth. It's many worlds. God created many worlds, but there's only one earth. There's only one like this one. There are others, but they got their own flavor. And Jesus said, now look here, now hold on, I got a little flock that you, I got another flock that you don't know nothing about. So just simmer down with your small mind, because there's going to be others in heaven that you don't even know nothing about, that didn't come off the earth. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you ain't the only one. So Star Wars might not be as far-fetched as you think. <laughs> you don't know who are you. To tell God who he can bring up into his creation or not. Who are you, religious folk? Who are you with your small mind? I'm talking to you, Lord. I'm talking to you. That's that religion. They try to dumb you down, keep you dumb. So what God did was God brought these generations of the heavens and then the generation of the earth because Genesis 1 1 says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Didn't put no S on the heaven then, but all of a sudden now they have an offspring. But the earth still is just one. But it has generations. It has generations. That means it's forever evolving. It's having offsprings, you know. So. These generations can be calculated as days because when God created the heaven and the earth, everything was perfect. And Satan was sat over it to cover us. And then that's why Satan said, I will ascend. Because he didn't like the position that God had given him. So he was over the earth. That's why Ezekiel say he's the covering cherub. See, you got to know your Bible. You got to know your Bible. You see? And, and, and if you don't know your Bible, then you'll go for anything. The Bible says that he was the covering cherub, but see, that wasn't good enough. See, the enemy said, look, I'm going to ascend into heaven. I'm going to ascend above the cloud. I'm going to exalt my throne above the star. I'm going to sit in the sides of the north of the congregation and give praise. I'm going to be like the Most High is what he said. Because he wasn't satisfied with what God had positioned him to do. Is anybody guilty of that? So here's God. And God says... Look, I created all of this. And, and, and verse 5, verse 4 says, And the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant, verse 5, of the field before it was in the earth, see, it was already made before it was even in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew, see, it was already in a blueprint called creation. See, you can't build nothing if you don't have a blueprint. We see them reading blueprints every day on that job where we at. You know, big, thick blueprints. But how can you build something if you don't know how to read? Oh, Jesus. How are you going to build something 
if you don't know how, boy, y'all need to listen to this. I don't know if they come down there. I'm going crazy in the Holy Ghost. How you going to build something if you don't know how to read the blueprint? If you don't know the Bible, which is the blueprint, then how you going to build a spiritual man? See, I can't get no help up in here. See, I'm preaching too good. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting. How you going to build it? How you going to do it? How you gonna do it? You don't know what's in the Bible, so how? And and and, and you you may have read it, but you don't know what's in it because you don't understand it. Because it takes God's spirit. I'm talking about relationship. You can't understand it if you don't have a relationship. I'm talking about relationship now. That's what I'm talking about. So God said, "Now watch this, verse five. Look at Genesis two five. This is what the word of God said." Uh, it says down in the other verse. It says, "God had not for the Lord God. <laughs> he ain't God no more. Now he's Lord God, right? Amen. Call what? Call who rested? <laughs> uh oh, that sounds like another fellow that came on the scene, ain't it? No, he's the same one. He's the same one. He just changed his office." <laughs> That's all he did. It's just like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's just one God. It ain't no three. It's three offices. He just slipped out of one. <laughs> when I leave here, I'm just Larry. I'm mad to Britain. I'm a husband. I'm the preacher now. I'm in my office right now, right? When I step out of the pulpit, I'm still, but I'm a husband. Right? When I step on the job, still the same person, but I'm on. God is the same. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three offices. See, they got that old false doctrine out here hollering about a trinity. Ain't no three in one. It's just one. It's three offices. And God can step into what He want to, when He want to, how He want to. See, they don't preach that to us. And He showed it to you right here. He said, God rested, but now all of a sudden, Lord God, He comes on the scene. Well, wait a minute. If he rested, where is the other one coming from? No. It's just another office. I'll show you what we're talking about here. You gotta pay attention. See them little words. That's what I've been trying to teach y'all about the small things when you're reading this Bible. It's the small things, them things that you just run over. That's what you need to learn how to catch deep down in your soul. Now watch this word here. Verse 5. It says, For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, because there was not a man to till the ground. Well, wait a minute. Hold up. Let me find something here to wipe my face. Because I'm going to have to explain something to you. See, that's why you can't, to know the Bible, you can't come up in here hooping and hollering and acting like a fool. You've got to explain this thing to people. People need, huh? People need to be taught. You don't need all that old foolishness. Like, like some, pen- oh yeah, this is for y'all Pentecostals. Y'all tongue-talking idiots. Yeah, this is for y'all. The Bible says shut up if you don't have an interpreter. Read the book. But not only that, let me tell you. I saw where about 1,500 of you bailed out of a church, a Pentecostal church. Well, the little babies up in that speaking tongue, going against the order of God, and the little boy caught, took the microphone and slipped in a little hideaway spot. And started sounding like the devil with girdling at every one of them. About 1,500 of them ran out the church. Now, what kind of power is that? That's a bunch of cowards. Speaking in tongues, a bunch of speaking in tongues, cowards. Now, hey, it is what it is, right? What you running for? You got all this power? So you say. But you let a little old child trick you. And all of you run outside and scared to come back. 
I wouldn't even go back there no more. I'd be ashamed to even say I went there. Ain't no power in there. It's a bunch of jibber-jabber. Vain jangling. That's what Paul called it. Vain jangling. Read the book. I know I got some of them hot. I like making them mad. I got a little Trump in me. I like to make them mad. I like to make them mad. I like Trump. He's my kind of guy. He's straightforward. Just tell you like it is. You don't like it. Then, because you don't pay me. And I say whatever God tell me to say. And that's it. Because I got my own money. That ain't bragging. That's fact. So don't get mad. Get glad. And get you some. Amen? Amen? And then you can be more free to tell the devil to go to you know what. And y'all know if them children wasn't in here, I'd tell you just like be supposed to be said. You're right. You're exactly right. Because this old man ain't got time to play. Y'all know me from way back. Now, God's Word tells us it had not rained yet. Because didn't have no man to till the ground. Well, if you go to Ezekiel 36 or 34, 26, you'll see that that rain represents showers of blessings. You know, go to Ezekiel 34, 26. You need to see why, what God is saying spiritually. You don't need to take my word for nothing. You need to see it in the Bible. The book of Ezekiel. 34, verse 26. God said, I'm going to make them and those that are about my hill a what? A blessing. Wow. And what about them showers? They should come in that season? Uh-huh. And they should be showers of what? Showers of blessing. See, it hadn't rained yet. Because there wasn't no man. <laughs> See, y'all missed that. See. It didn't say there wasn't no creation. It said there wasn't no man yet. See, you're not a man unless you're created in the image and the likeness of God. See, there were others, but they weren't created in the image and the likeness of God. Now watch this word. Watch this word. They're known as beasts of the field. Watch the word. Watch the word. I'm going to prove it to you. See, I'm going to show you in the book. I'm going to bust that old head this moment. I like busting that old theology in Well, they didn't teach me that. That's your problem. That's what your, that's what your problem is. You didn't get taught nothing. You paid all your money, but you didn't get nothing. Huh? Now you don't pay nothing here, and you get everything. Oh, God, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to hide on that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know I'm telling the truth. So, 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 watch it, watch it. But it's all right. I don't mean nothing like that. Watch it, watch it. Jude, the book of Jude, verse 10, talk about these beasts. The book of Jude, <coughs> verse 10. Know it. It hadn't rained. The reason that it hadn't rained is because, huh, there wasn't no man to do what? To till the ground. To work what ground? Him. Because that's where he came out of the dust of the ground. Now, Jude, verse 10. Ain't but one chapter in Jude. Jude, verse 10. Who are there? Alright, read it out, uh, Mr. Tom, loud. What he called them? He called them folk that don't know God brute beasts. So, to be a man, God said, let us make who? Man. And how? In our image and in our likeness. Right. Talking about relationship here. Right. So, so, so God said, now, 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 I can't let it rain until I make a man like me. Because I can't give my blessings to natural brute beasts. Okay? Does it make sense? You see, because what they'll do is, they'll contaminate the goodness. That's why I had to run them out of the garden. Because they'll go back and put their hand on that tree and live forever 
and live any kind of way they want. You see? So God said, now, I can't cause it to rain, but what I'll do is, I'll little, put a little bit of my blessing in them. I'll just let a mist come up and water the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see, that's why some people in the church, hear me? That's why some people in the church, they still get in the mist instead of getting the rain. <laughs> see, because uh, somebody said, relationship. See, you thought I was going to talk about those silly man and woman stuff. Nah, see, that's what your problem is. You worrying about the wrong fight. Right around here worrying about a silly female or a silly man. Whichever one. Nowadays, could be anything. I'm, I'm telling the truth. I'm just telling you like it is. I ain't mad at nobody. You do what you want to do, but I'm trying to keep you going to hell. I'm trying to keep all of them going to hell. Because one sin is just bad as the other. They'll all get you the wages of death. They'll let them. Tell them lies too. Hello. Oh, boy. Let's get on in there. Let's get on down in there with us. Y'all know we'll tell a lie. All of them. You get cornered in the right position. Oh, first thing come out is a lie. Can't get no amen? amen. I ought to get a lie one on that one. You know, God already knows. You know, y'all tell a lie. We all tell a lie. That thing get hot enough. Come on. Don't play with me. He called it brute beast. He said, now, I can't let no man. I ain't got no man. I ain't got no man to tell a lie yet. So, I ain't going to let it rain yet. So, he said, I ain't going to give my glory to another Amen? Are y'all still with me? Am I boring you? <laughs> so he said in verse 6, But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. We talked about that. And watch verse 7. And who done what? Somebody say, The Lord God did it. See, that word Lord means ruler over his creation, but it also means he's in a relationship with you. See, the, the God, when he was creating you, see, he wasn't in a relationship. He was just creating. When he created everything, see, that part, that office rested. Now he wants to do what we call a hands-on therapy. So read the verse right there then. And the who? Lord God. That means he touched. When you form something, that means you got to put your hand on right? And when you put your hand on something, you're in a relationship with it, right? Am I right about it? So the Lord God, see, see how you going to make it right if you ain't in a relationship with it? How are we going to sing praise if we ain't in relationship with the God we sang into and in the song that we sang in? Tell me how. Tell me how. Tell me how. You ain't got no word in you. You go all week long, you ain't got no You beat up. And then you're going to come try to sing something to God and open up the spirit. It's impossible. Sister Marlon, hey, you can't do it. It's not about relationship. You. So the Lord God formed. And y'all already know that that word means to make your bed in. The Lord God formed man. He made his bed in man. That's where he rested. God did. But he brought the rule out. The relationship God. The God of, I touch you, you touch me. That one. See, that's where God got to mighty. See, that's where... The Word of God becomes strength in our life when it begins to touch us and we touch it. See, it's called relationship. If you don't have no relationship with God, then no power. You can go to church all you want to. God is not interested in that. God is interested in you becoming the church, being the church, everywhere you go. We're out there on the job every day evangelizing. Me and that young man, Max, 
trying to pull them in. We can't make them come, but we can sure try. Are you doing it? What are you doing on your job? Talking about the boss man? Complaining? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing when you get on the telephone? Oh, Lord. I'm going to get on back up here. I feel I'm finna get shot. I'm somebody finna pull a gun. I'm finna get shot. Because see, now I'm in your business. But it ain't me, it's the Holy Spirit. That was it. So God said, now, I'm thrown man out of desert ground, and what I do, I breathe into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul, meaning that he, he went on a journey with me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because now, I done made him in my image and in my likeness, because I put me in him. He ain't in the other, so I can't cause it to rain yet. But he's in us. So I want to rain on you. I want to rain on you. But verse 8 says, and the Lord God, here again, he planted. See, that he's hands on relationship. You ever planted something? You got to touch it, right? Huh? You got to love it, right? Bought my old girl some tulips and some flowers. I make love to them, don't I? To keep them alive. Or they'll die, right? Uh-huh. What will that show her if I let them die? I'm the one bought them for Huh? So I'm trying to keep them alive, right? They all bloomed up. I said, honey, they bloom in this morning. Smell them. You know what I'm saying? Relationship. He planted. He put his hands on. He planted a garden, which is your soul. And then he placed man in it. It's called the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden simply means the delight of God. You being in the delight of God or your soul being in the delight of God. That's where you get to reign because if you delight yourself in the Lord, the Bible says the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Now that's what God's Word says. So, you see, it's all about delight. You see, Adam and Eve, they blew it because they fell out of relationship. They fell out of delight with God, see. So when we fall out, so what? God come looking. Where are you? Because God wants that relationship. He's the Lord of our life, right? So he ain't God no more because that part rested. That office rested. Now, he's in a relationship with you. It's different now. He's Lord over your life. And what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to be in a relationship with him. And now he says that being in a relationship with him is going to cause many things to go right in our life. You know, so here in um, uh, uh, verse 9, it says, And out of the ground grew every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. And the tree also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of evil. You know, so what God is saying here, church, is that we, in Psalms, I, th- I think it's in Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 61, 3, I believe it is. I think it is. It, where God said, we are trees of righteousness planted by the Lord. You see, these are trees that he's talking about. See, the way he made man was <coughs> every tree, mm-hmm. every tree, every man, is supposed to be pleasant to the sight. Have you ever looked at men and they just didn't look pleasant to you? They just didn't feel pleasant to you? Wonder why? Because they didn't have no relationship with God. That's why. But God's words say every tree, and we're trees of righteousness, planted by the Lord. That's God's word. So when you see a tree that's pleasant to you, guess what? They connected in relationship with God. You see, and that's the ones we're supposed to be communicating with, right? The Bible also says that, in verse 9, that it should be good for food. Every tree should be good for food. Well, the Bible says iron sharpened iron is me and sharpened the countenance of men. So we should be able to feed each other the right things to make us better. Hey, I can't get no amen. See, I can't get no amen up in here. See, see, see. There's too much knowledge being thrown out. You see? Just catch what you can. You know? Just catch what you can. 
Because the world, all the world is doing is deciphering itself. See, you don't know what you think you know about this. That's why they got me up here and Brenda to teach you. You don't always get a new word. You know, you don't, you, you, we, don't, we don't get, no, we're going to open that thing on up. It's going to be open on up. Ain't nothing changed. It just got better. Huh? We didn't make the product. We didn't make it better. You know what I'm saying? And the only way we can make it better is that we do our homework. We do what we're supposed to do. So you can't get better. I look like a fool coming up here talking about I'm going to preach and ain't studied nothing. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to filibuster. That's what they do. They preach fluff. You see? That's why I don't go in. You know, when we come time to eat the Word, we need to sit down and hear God's Word. You can't hear nothing running all around looking crazy. It's time for that. And it's time for you to sit down and eat, right? When you're sitting down at the table, you ain't jumping all over the chairs and stuff like that. You're eating, right? And if you do do that, if you're in my you got to go. Young as it all. Because mm-hmm. they come in, my grandkids come in, they try to do what they do. But now they've been trained. Now they know, okay, we know the limits. Now, see, you know what you do home, you don't do. Because there's a thing called sudden impact. Do you understand what sudden impact means? Uh huh. That's what you did this morning to that and in there on that floor. It's called sudden impact. See, she got all right after that. Sudden impact. Mm hmm. So you got to run your house now. Got to run your house. Now watch this. It says, and the pleasant to the sight and good for food. I'm still in verse 9. But notice what God placed in man. He placed two things. He placed, because these were in the garden. He placed the tree of life, which was also in the midst of the garden. Right in the center of you is the tree of life. But right in the center of you is also that other tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil. It's called leaning into your own understanding. And we all know what that's going to do. How many of y'all lean to your own understanding sometime and then everything blow up? And then the other, and then, and, 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 and then your, the, the, your, your, your other half trying to tell you, come my wife has done it to me. She's helped, tried to help me. And, and I, and then I go bust my head. Then I make a phone call, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm busted it. You know, shut up, Marcelette. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, 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 I bet you I'm not the only one in here. I bet you that. I can tell on me. Can you tell on you? Didn't you say this is a hospital? This is where we come to get well? Well, everybody's sick. Everybody on something. John's still, man. Now, let's see. I'm getting ready to close this thing up. Verse 15. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Are you there? Watch this. And the who? Still calling him Lord God. He ain't called God no more because that one rested, right? He's called Lord God, which means he's the ruler in your relationship now, right? Notice what he did. He did what? He took. It's the hands on. He planted. He took. He formed all the relationship. He took him. To take somebody means you caring. You leading them. You don't have to physically be doing it, but you can spiritually be doing it. And see, that's what God wants to do with us. He wants to carry us. Oh, y'all know him. See, God, I wish you could hear what God is saying up in there. Oh, Jesus. God wants to carry us. But we got to be willing to let him. There are many times that I don't want to give thanks. Because I don't feel like giving thanks. Because I ain't got enough of this, and I ain't got enough of that, and I want this, and I want that, and I want that, and I want that. And I say, 
I thank you, Lord. Because God didn't tell me I had to feel like giving things. He just told me to do it. He just told me to do it. So if I just keep on, if I just keep on saying thank you, Lord, in spite of what it is I feel like, in spite of what it is I'm going through, somehow, some way, I need to let thank you, Lord, come out of my mouth. Ain't got nothing to do with how I feel. I don't see in that way he said, if you feel like giving me thanks. He said, just give thanks. Because in all things, he said, because this is the will of God in Christ concerning us. So you see, it don't make no difference. If you want, you want to know what your will is? You want to know what the will is of God in your life? To give thanks. Ah, that's too simple. No, I ain't satisfied with that. I want no, just give things. That's the will. The book keeps it simple. We make it complicated. We kill our own spirituality. We do it. Red, we do it. We set. Say, say that loud. Sabotage. We sabotage. Y'all know about that hand grenade bank uh, belt in that closet that we often go to, and we don't pull one hand grenade. We pull the whole thing and hold it to our chest. When we're doing good, oh, hear me? Because I'm, I'm finna bust you. When we're doing good, I'm gonna keep saying it to everybody here. When we're doing good, we find a way to sabotage the goodness of God. That's what we do. That's what we do. Because there's something about fallen man, there's something about man, period, that is in him to destroy what's good in him. It's just something about him. He's got mental issues. How many of y'all got mental issues? Everything in here crazy, ain't it? Well, you admit it or not, we all know it. <laughs> and most of all, God knows it. I ain't crazy. Well, you're the craziest one. Because you you're so crazy, you don't even know you're crazy. At least crazy know he's crazy. Huh? Am I talking to you all? I hope you see me real good today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm saying the Lord God took him. Put him in that garden, in the soul that's in the delight of God, and told him to dress it and keep it. You dress it with the Word of God and keep it by applying the Word of God in your life. Did you get that? I'm going to say it again. The way you keep and dress the soul that's in the delight of God is to get into the Word and apply. Now, that's easier said than done. You could preach this every week and we still would do it. <laughs> they talk about let's get deeper. You can't even, we can't even do that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We read one verse, and we can't even do that. We fail at that. And you talk about you want more of the Bible. But we're going to give you more in hopes that you catch a little bit here, a little bit there. All of us. Because we all fall short. We all. All of us. Now watch this. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man. He didn't ask him, did he? Now, you've got to be in a relationship with somebody that allowed him to command you. He commanded a man, and he told him. He said, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. But verse 17 said, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that's you leaning to your own understanding. That's the one. Oh. That's that sucker. Hear me. That's that sucker on Sunday morning that told you you don't want to come to church. That's him. 
That's that. Ooh, I wish the children wasn't up here where I could cut loose. Because I finna call him something real ugly. Talk to mighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Because I'm real. That's the one. That's the same one that'll tell you to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and be on time at work. Oh! Can I get a witness up in here? Huh? Uh-huh. But the God who is the creator and the ruler and the supreme being... Oh, I don't feel like getting up and being on time. I just don't think I'll fool with it today. Well, don't. Don't. You know what? Because one thing I know about the earth, it keeps on spinning. <laughs> you, that's one thing I know about it. You know what I'm saying? It keeps on spinning. With or without. Somebody say us. So you're not that important. None of us. Ain't none of us that important. You fool yourself. That's a trick of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm telling you, man, in, in some of my insane ways, every once in a while I get crazy. Pray to God that don't happen no more. But get crazy, get mad at God, and get mad at everything. And no, no, God ain't done nothing in me. But I'm mad at me and God's people and everything, else, and that ain't right. And then, and then God will come back and he'll talk to me and he'll say, now you ready to get back up again? Because the just man, though he falls seven times, he'll get up again. And boy, I done failed 70 times seven. <laughs> but I keep getting up. I keep getting up. I keep getting up. I don't know nothing to do, but I can't, I can't, I, I can't lay there for so long. I got to get up. Somebody say, I got to get up. Got to get up. Got to get up. Had a young man, so on house arrest, he said, he said, let me tell you something. He said, uh, when you're down on the bottom, he said, there's no room to make no mistakes. He said, if you're trying to come up, there's no room to make no mistakes. You see, a lot of us need to get that focused in on our mind that when we're on the bottom and we're trying to go up, there's no room to make no mistakes. You know, when you want to do this, but you know you need to do that, there's no room to make them mistakes. Otherwise, you're going to always be under the gun. How many of y'all tired of living under the gun? How many of y'all know you don't have to? How many of y'all know that God can change your circumstances and your situation just like that? That's how God works. That's how He works. He can do that. And not only can He do it, He wants to do it. But like Minister said, you got to let it. Right? Ain't that what you say? You gotta let him? You gotta let him. Can't nobody else do it for you. Can't nobody else do it for you. You know? Hmm. Nobody. And then closing. <laughs> he told now. On day you eat of this. Yeah. You should surely die. Yeah. That's the promise. No, you ain't going to die. Ain't what the word say. The word say you shall surely die. Last verse. Talk about relationships. <laughs> Here's what y'all been wanting to hear from the beginning. Relationship with man and woman. Yeah, tricked you today. I'll let Brenda teach y'all on that other. I'm going to teach you on what this Bible says about having a relationship with him. Because, see, I don't, I, I, I don't do that other stuff, counseling. Brenda do that. I don't waste my time with that. Because you ain't going to listen to way. <laughs> see, I'm old head. I know about counseling. <laughs> I pass that. Y'all Y'all think, yeah, <laughs> I ain't got that. <laughs> my counsel is right now. Then on Wednesday when I...
This the best counsel you can get right now. Well, see, that ain't good enough, see. You want somebody to sit there and pat you. I'm not patting you. I don't have time for it. I got, it's too much going on, you know. I really don't. I, I, I've been through them ranks. That's for somebody else now. See, God had me somewhere else doing something else for his kingdom. To make it bigger, better, and greater. You understood? Watch this. Verse 18, last verse. And the who? Lord God. The ruler of my relationship. Watch this. First, he put a Adam out there. And he let old Adam deal with all these animals. Then he come back and he tell you, you know what? It ain't good that old fella I made that he dwells alone. It ain't good because I'm checking him. And he just seemed like something, you know, ain't God merciful? Jesus Christ. God is a merciful God. So this is what God does. It is not good that a man should be alone. Hmm. So what I, who did he say would make to help me? Say it again. Did he say you will make it? He made to help me, and who brought her to who brought her to the man? Somebody say the Lord God did. Men, why are you going looking when you're supposed to ask God? Women, why are you going looking when you're supposed to ask God? You know a hurt dog will holler. A hurt dog will holler. So I'm going to say it again. Women, why do you go looking when you ought to ask God? The same thing God did for one, he'll do for the other. See, the relationship got to be with God first. Do we all agree with that? Who in here don't agree with that? Who in here agree with it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, we, got, we, we still got folk going to do it that way. And you know what? They're going to always be miserable. Because they ain't humbling to, to what God is saying. See, you can take this word and take it wrong. Or you can take this word and allow it to give you life. And there are too many homo preachers in the pulpit who won't preach the truth. Because they're scared they're going to offend somebody. When that's what the people need. The truth. Because the person might not know the truth. They may, honestly, that's our job. Bible says that I'm going to make him help me. Now, last verse, Proverbs 18.22. Proverbs 18.22 says, Whosoever finds a woman, finds, out, finds a wife, finds a what? A good thing. And guess what? Now, 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 this is hope for you ladies. But y'all ladies got to be in a what with God? Say relationship, ladies. Relationship. Because if you ain't in a relationship with God, you ain't going to do nothing but bring hell and havoc in that man's life. And while that man trying to go up, you're going to destroy him. Because you're full of chaos. Oh, it's tied up in here. Well, y'all wanted it, didn't you? Didn't you want relationship? Well, you got it. From God. You got it. See, if you ain't in a relationship with God first, then ain't no, you might well throw 1822 out the door. Because look at what 1822 says. Whosoever find a, a wife, Find a good thing. But watch this. And they also obtain what? Faith from the Lord. Just by finding a wife, you find a good thing, and you obtain automatic faith.
favor from the Lord. Women, hear me good. If you get your relationship right with God, automatic favor will come upon your household. Automatic. God's will, God's word just it. Automatic favor will come on your household. She's called the help me, the supporter, the undergirder. When that sucker don't feel like doing, she said, baby, you can do it. Instead of, she put her hands around him and said, baby, you can do it. You can do this. You can do this. When the money funny, get a job in the man. Babe, let's pray. God, 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 God gonna bring us a job. God, God, God gonna work this thing out. I'm talking about a virtuous woman. I, I, I'm teaching up in here. I'm teaching you how to get ahead up in here. Why that man being beat down by the world? Build him up. Why that man trying to do good? Build him up. Don't be acting a fool. If he make a mistake, baby, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Because you don't know what's making him go south. But don't you help him go south. Because you know sometimes our mouth can cause a man to go south. That mouth, that old mouth. I tell sweetie all the time, watch your mouth, what you say to me. Because it could tip me. Watch your mouth. And I'm telling y'all the same thing, all of you. Watch that lip. Because that lip causes problems in your marriages and in your relationships. Problems that really don't have to be there. You already know the brother up against what he up against. You ought to know it. And now you're calling the man on him. You haven't killed him. Amen? Can God get some praise up in this house right now? Can you get some praise up in here? Come on up, brother. I'm messing with it. Listen, listen. I ain't say he ain't crazy. I told you, I'm not preaching no more. I'm husband. I just told y'all that. What's my last y'all in here? The uh, Mister, what's that? He said, "Watch your mouth." Amen. He said, "Stepping off." Amen. Praise God. Amen. We accept we weren't going to do CDs, but Deacon Hill is here, so. Um, I'm quite sure that uh, people will like to have a CD, amen, because uh, everybody doesn't go to sermon.net, so I will give you that. So how many people would like to have a CD? Because I want to make sure, so we can get into account. One, two, and Ricky's three, uh, Laverne is four, I got to find about that four, uh, make five, make five, five, five CDs, amen, uh, five CDs. And for those who have your, your, uh, your cell phone, you can, or computer, you can go to hod.sermon.tv. Amen. And that way you can hear that message anytime you so desire on your cell phone, okay, or on your computer. Amen. So we're just thankful and grateful for, for uh, the word of God. Is anybody learning anything today? Amen. Amen. I said, oh, yeah, amen. So we just praise God for the word. Amen. You got to have that relationship with God. There's no way around it. You got to have the relationship with God. So we just thank and praise God for that. Amen. Now, uh, let me see. Does anyone have any prayer requests? Any prayer requests? My friend. Okay, he got to see you moment. My friend. I'm going to pray for my horse. 
Nancy, okay, all right, Nancy. Yeah, we, okay. Uh, Matthew. Okay, Matthew. Okay. Give me your mother's name. Mr. Watson, Barbara Watson. Make sure those are on intercession prayer.